the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the pod's moving and storage studio, it's The Ramsey Show, where America hangs out to have a conversation about your life and your money. I'm Ramsey personality George Camel, joined this hour by my good friend Jade Warshaw, and we are taking your calls, America, at the number 888-825-5225. That's 888-825-5225. William kicks us off in Wisconsin. William, welcome to The Ramsey Show. How you doing? Good, good. How are you guys doing? Doing great. What's going on? So I'm 20 years old, and I recently bought my first two cars to rent out on this app called Turo. Mm-hmm. How do you guys feel about someone investing into this business model as a way to generate more income? It depends on how you're investing. Are you paying cash? So for the first two cars, I have paid cash. Um, and then I, my plan is just to save whatever the cars make and then slowly buy more. And my question about this is, is obviously the cars depreciate mm-hmm. and if I kept buying more, it would probably be over like 50% of your income. How do you guys feel about that? What, so you have a, a primary car that you're driving and that's not being rented out. Yeah, that's separate from the other two. What was the cost of the other two cars that you bought for this? So one of them is 11000 and then the other one's a little bit more expensive. I think it comes in around $25,000. And you paid cash for these? Wow. At twenty? Yeah, I have a different business that I've tried, tried to save as much as possible. What's from. the other business? Because this it sounds, sounds like, like you should just go all in on that one. Um, so that's actually like, uh, I, I, I've been doing like YouTube videos for, for like four, four and a half years now. And mm-hmm. it's just like vlogs about like different things that I do. Mm-hmm. So I've also been filming content about the cars as well. Okay. Good for you. Yeah, very good. Well, I mean, here's the way I look at it. If you could watch this money burn and your life is going to be okay and you just want to do this as a fun side hustle, knowing it may not ROI quickly or at all, then and I say go for it. The way you've done okay. it so far is not stupid. Now, if you were taking out loans for these cars as they depreciated mm-hmm. and you're hoping to make back that $36,000 initial investment, you're not going to see that for a long time. Mm. Okay. But the way you've done it, have you done this previously? It sounds like you have experience with Turo. Yeah. So with the two cars I have, it's going well. Um, obviously, like it's hard to, how, hard to know how well it's going because like, it's hard to account for like the depreciation of the cars since they're they're probably getting like 30,000 miles per year for each car. So like they're obviously going to depreciate pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. Um, I think, I feel like there's formulas and algorithms to figure that out. Mm -hmm. What that rate is going to be. I feel like you can research that and find out. I know it's out there. You know, I'm not into that world heavily, but I believe that there's research where you can find out what that value is. And that way you're, you're finding out if the prices that you're having, that you're setting are offsetting that enough to where you're really, you know, creating the profit that you need to make money long term. Mm -hmm. So that's the equation that you're solving for. For sure. For sure. And on top of like investing in these cars, would you guys think that that should be more of a size thing? Cause like for, for the most part, I've been saving money and then as much as I can put into the cars, I've been, I've been doing that pretty much exclusively. It just feels like a lot of work. Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, yeah. I know they, they take a huge commission. Mm-hmm. It can be up to 40%, yeah, right? They take, so they have a few different plans cause it also comes with insurance. The plan I'm on is they actually only take 10%. So because oh, you're providing the insurance. 10%. Yeah, I have to buy like separate insurance for each car. So you got to factor that in on top mm-hmm. of the depreciation. You're paying a whole lot more for insurance. 
it sounds like here's where I'm getting. It sounds like you're kind of winging it right now. And it feels mm-hmm. like you need to settle down and really, like George is saying, get all your numbers, get all the information and really put this into a business plan to see how what what percentage of money you're actually making in this and I how feel, much of your time you're putting into it yeah if you could put that same time into your youtube channel and you could get 5x what you're making on turo i'm just gonna go all in on the youtube channel i know that's right because it's a it's a <laughs> lot of work turo is not exactly you know passive income i know my guy just dropped thirty six thousand on on cash cars just like lickety split so i feel like i feel like youtube's been good to you dude <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, that's definitely something to consider because I know you guys have also talked about like Airbnbs and stuff. And it's like, I look at like the cash flow on that compared to like doing like long-term rentals because that's also something I've looked into. And it's like, you can make so much more return on your investment doing like the short-term rentals. Well, long-term, I would, I think real estate is a better investment because that property is going to appreciate. That's right. And so I think you're, you're doing great for your age. I'm not worried about you. You're a great entrepreneur, but I would track every single number. And at the end of the next, you know, six months go, was this worth it? Should I continue doing this? Or is there something that's, you know, worth my time? Yeah. I worry about that, George, having so much money tied up in assets that are going down in value. That's, I mean, as he and might we don't know to... what the people are going to do to that car. Obviously, he's got extra Facts. insurance, but the wear and tear on that thing, it just feels like a lot of hands-on work. Yeah, there's a lot of risk, a lot of unknown in that. Yeah. you know. So, uh, more power to you, William. I mean, I, I haven't done it myself, but it's, it's a cool business model, mm-hmm. for sure, especially with the rental car market as it is. True that, wild. true that. All right, let's go to Benjamin in Atlanta. Benjamin, what's up? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. What's going on? Yeah, so... um. My question is, I'm on Baby Step 6. I'm a big follower of the um, Dave Ramsey philosophy. And yesterday I had a conversation with my uh, financial planner. And um, she insisted that basically it was kind of silly for me not to um, to put 24% of my income, 23%, some, somewhere around there. Hey, Benjamin, could you talk K. directly into your phone? We're yeah, having a hard yeah, time hearing you. Up. Yes, can you hear me? That's better. Mm-hmm. All right, so your financial planner wants you to invest 23% of your income. Roughly, yeah, about there. I'm getting 16% right now in my 401k. And because I have a low uh, interest rate on my uh, home loan, um, just pay basically the min payments and just build up my 401k. And I was trying to explain to her, you know, my goal is I'd like to get my house paid off in maybe another 10 to 12 years, somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. And um, she understands some value in it, but she certainly thinks the better path is to um, put the more money in the 401k because she could generate more profit from, you know, what money I'd put in there that she could, you know, manage. And I just wanted to have some ammunition to take back. I mean, overall, I like the service, and, and I just want to know what you guys think about it specifically. Well, it's like asking a dentist if you need a cavity. I mean, she's benefiting from this as well. Of course. Right? If you're putting money with her instead of your mortgage, she's yeah. benefiting. Yeah, and you guys have different goals. And so if I'm working right. with a coach and we don't align with our goals, I'm going to find a new coach. Hit the road, Jack. And don't you come See, back. See, I'm not going to jump in because Jade's a better singer, but that's exactly how <laughs> hey. I feel. I would just say, yeah. hey, it's been great working with you. I appreciate your time. I got to go work with someone who perfectly aligns with what I'm after. She's not accounting for your freedom. And that's why, uh, Benjamin... 
Go connect with a SmartVestor Pro at RamseySolutions.com. They're going to follow the Ramsey way, which is clearly what you're wanting to do. And guess what? You're going to be a multimillionaire if you follow this plan. Yep. But right now, your A1 is to, yes, you're investing 15%, but also get rid of that mortgage payment because guess what you can do without a mortgage payment? Invest way more okay. than even 23%. Okay. I need me a paid off house. That's, That's what, what I'm, I'm getting about. to. So, uh... I, I'm assuming they're not a SmartVestor Pro because they're not doing things the Ramsey way. So jump onto our website, get connected with one, and uh, tell them to hit the road, Jack. Hit or whatever the road. her name is. <laughs> That'd be cool if it was Jack. Probably not, though. Jacqueline. More of the Ramsey Show coming up. 888 825 This is The Ramsey Show. Now, most of you, you're saying good riddance to last year because it was hard enough just to keep gas in the tank, food in the fridge, and money's still tight a few days later. And you're wondering, is 2023 going to be any different? Well, good news. You don't have to live through another year of stress and worry. And that's why I want you to tune in to Building Wealth in 2023, our free live stream event on January 12th. Woo! We want to show you that you can still make progress on your goals. You can build wealth. You can have peace with money, even in this crazy economy. Now, during this event, you're going to hear from Dave Ramsey, Rachel Cruz, myself, Dr. John Deloney, and Ken Coleman. We're going to talk about how to set goals and how to create margin so that you can build wealth this year. And we're going to have a lot of fun, too. You're going to leave fired up for 2023. And do I need to remind you, it's completely free. If the economy feels out of control, you don't have to. So to register for this free live stream, go to RamseySolutions.com slash wealth to sign up. That's RamseySolutions.com slash wealth. Love it. Let's do this thing. All right, Jade, we got our question of the day, and it comes from Nick in Wisconsin. What does Nick have to say? He says, I'm 22 years old and I make 81K a year before taxes as a mechanical engineer. I have 50K in my Roth IRA and 13K in my 401K. Very good. I have no debt, a fully funded emergency fund, and I'm currently investing 15% of my earnings into the 401K. I'm wondering what your next financial step should be. Save up for a down payment on a house uh, or continue to invest while the market is low. I'm concerned I might be putting too much money away in accounts that I can't touch until I'm 60. Uh, love the show, and I would hope to hear back from you soon. Well, Nick, great job. What a rock star. Yeah, man, you're killing the game. I'm really proud of you. You're doing just what you should be doing. Um, no debt, excellent. You know, uh, he didn't say much about his... Oh, he did say he has a fully f- funded emergency. Yeah. Okay, excellent. He's at baby step four. He's baby step four. And investing. wanting a house. Yeah, he's doing a great job. I love this. So if I'm you, you could kind of work this one or two ways. I think that you can just go ahead and start doing both. I think you can keep doing your 15%. I'm assuming there's some margin there and start saving for a house. Now, for some reason, there's not any margin to do both. You could pause investing and go backwards to what we would call baby step 3B, save for your down payment. Once you've got that done, and you got the house, then go back to the investing. But really what stood out to me right here was the final sentence when he said, I might be putting too much away from money, uh, money in accounts that I can't touch until I'm 60. No, that's not true. When it comes to investing for retirement, time is your friend. 
And it's so great that you're able to start investing early that you've actually got your life together. <laughs> you know, the rest of us out here, we, we rarely get those calls that are like, okay. Dave, I, uh, I'm upset because I put too much money away in you, retirement. Man, I wish I could go back. If so, I could put... You're so young. Shoot. Nick's crushing it. I, again, you can do one of two things. You could slow down investing. Yep. I don't think you need to. You make 81K a year. I would set a goal for yourself and go, all right, in my area in Wisconsin, I need, I'm going to get this kind of house. I'm going to do the 15 year. I need it to be a quarter of my take home pay. Yep. All right. 60 grand is my goal in two years. That's 30 grand a year. That's this much a month. And you be about that business. And uh, all of a sudden you've been investing 15% and you're a homeowner. That's right. That's right. Go. I love it. Thanks for the question, Nick. Appreciate it. Let's go to the phones. The number to call is 888-825-5225. Kane is waiting in Ohio. Kane, welcome to the show. Hi, guys. How are you doing? We're doing Good. great. How can we help? All right. So um, I'm 18 years old. I'm a senior in high school. Um, I've been working consistently since I was 14. And recently, I started my job that I'm hoping to keep for a long term. And um, I'm wanting to buy a house after I graduate. Well, or move to an apartment. I was wondering what you guys thought was the smartest decision, either a house or an apartment. Cool. So you're you're 18. What are you making right now with this job? Um, to estimate, I haven't been here for a year yet, so I'm just going to estimate. It's probably anywhere between 35 and 45k a year. What are you doing? Uh, I'm a mechanic. Wow. Okay. And good. you're in school as well. Or are you are you going to need any further education or training? Uh, no, I uh, I go to a career center, and the the job I'm at now, uh, right now I'm in the quick service department, but they've offered me uh, a higher position right after I graduate, so I should be making more money right after I graduate, but I can't say how much. Way to go, man. That's really good. I'm and a... no debt? Yeah. No debt. Excellent. I'm trying to stay out of it. How much money do you have in the bank? I'm currently just shy of 9000 My guy. Good job. You're doing so great. All right. So you, I, if you're talking about where to go next, uh, again, I don't think you need to go buy a home tomorrow, but if you want to go rent an apartment for a while, I think it's going to give you some dignity and make you feel like a real adult. And truthfully, you're so far ahead of most adults that uh, you're very mature for your age. I would go rent somewhere. And if you want to get a roommate to kind of have a buddy and split the expenses and have yeah. more money to save up for that future down payment on a home, you can do that. I like it. Right. All right. All right, cool. And then I do have another question, if that's okay. Sure. Um, so I've been listening to the podcast for a while, and it seems like a lot of the people who call make a lot more money than I'm expecting to make. So there is a concern that maybe I'll be struggling in the future financially because um, all these other people are struggling, and I don't want to... Who's the other people? Like the other people like have debt. The people that you're talking yeah. about struggling, half the people, that, the majority of the folks that are calling in are calling in because they're drowning in debt. And you're not right now. And I hope that you never are. Right. If you make the choice to stay out of debt, live on less than you make, you got 9K saved. You're doing At this point, you're doing everything right. You just need to continue that path forward. And yes, your, in, your income, you know, it's fine to aspire to more income. You're young. You've got plenty of time. You know, you're doing this at this point in your life. Who knows? Down the line, you might decide you want to get into something else. You know, but... Your income is going to come is going to go up. You're 18 years old right now. And as a mechanic, I mean, there's so much upward trajectory yeah. for you in that field. Uh, who knows? Maybe you'll own your own shop one day. And so yeah. don't discount that. But also realize 
you could live off if you continue this way you could live off of 40 and still have a great life mm-hmm. and uh, Rachel Cruz and I we just released a new episode of Smart Money Happy Hour and it's all about the magic salary does it exist mm. um, what is it for happiness and success right. and the takeaway I'll spoil it there is really no magic number because we get calls from people who make 250 grand who are broke and miserable Oh, yeah. It's not about the amount. It's about how you're managing it. And we get calls from people who make $35,000 and paid off 16000 in debt, and they live a great life, and they're very happy, and they're accomplishing their goals. So, Kane, you're going to get there for sure. You're already well on your way, and I will be shocked if your income doesn't continue to go up year after year, and you're making you know dollars $90,000 one day as a mechanic. Yeah, he's got the right idea. I like the way his mind works. I like that he's thinking towards the future. I like that he's really weighing his options. I love that he stayed out of debt. He's got money saved. And, you know, to your point, George, it kind of goes back to what you're talking about on Smart Money Happy Hour. It's, it is not about the amount of income and it's about how you're managing it. If you're staying out of debt, look, we saw uh, the Bloomberg report that came out and the majority of people that make $250,000 and more, those are the people who are living paycheck to paycheck. Mm. It's unbelievable. So more income does not equal uh, greater wealth, right? We know that. Well, and a lot of times when you have that kind of income, you feel like, well, I need to have a certain level of status Mm -hmm. and lifestyle. And so it's called lifestyle creep. Yes. It creeps up. The more money you make, the more money you spend. Mm -hmm. And part of it is keeping that in check. And if you can make that kind of money while still living with low expenses. Killing the game. And you have margin. Then you have peace and you got joy and you have options and you have freedom. And that's what this whole plan is about. It's not about getting out of debt so we can get out of debt. Right. It's doing it so that we have those kinds of options. I know that's right. Yeah, that lifestyle creep, that's that's a killer, man. That'll that'll get you because you start thinking you deserve it. I deserve it. Well, that's why our in our millionaire study, we study ten thousand of them, the top three engineer, accountant, teacher. Teacher. Yep. Those are not flashy people who are trying to impress you in their nice cars. Teachers are just trying to get through the day. Okay. Oh, cr- They're yeah. not driving into the school parking lot in their Mercedes going, look at me, kids. Look yep. how cool I am. Yeah. Yeah. And so if you continue to live on less than you make, live on a budget, stay out of debt, invest for the future, the salary becomes less and less relevant. Amen to that. Let's go. More of your calls coming up. 888 This is The Ramsey Show. show i'm george camel co-host of smart money happy hour host of the fine print entree leadership podcast joined by my co-host jade warshaw this hour and we are taking your calls about life and money at 888-825-5225 well if you are looking for some healthy hacks to start the new year we've got 21 tips for you in this weekend's edition 
of the Ramsey newsletter. Whether you're still on track or about to hop on, do not let your budget be the bad guy to eating better. We've got lots of tips to eating well and staying within that food budget. For example, here's some. Try having a snack before you go to the store, a.k.a. don't shop on the empty stomach. Mm. Been there. Uh, And maybe even swap grocery stores, which can be a very emotional decision for a lot of people. They don't want to let go of Whole Foods. No. And so if you want these 21 tips, it's completely free. Just sign up for the newsletter at RamseySolutions.com slash newsletter. You'll get subscribed to our Sunday newsletter, and we'll help you keeping uh, keep working towards those New Year's goals. And Jade, I know you are big on food plus on a budget. George, we all know food is the biggest grocery. Oh, it's the yeah. biggest budget buster, And it's right? the easiest area to justify spending. Oh, Yeah. And I mean, and there's so many ways that they get you, right? You're going down the aisles. I know for me, it's when I see a new product, like if it's kind of like in the realm of like, I I love dried fruits. So like when they come out with a new, ver- like I love dried pineapple. Do they have new fruits I've never heard of? Well, like they'll put it out in a different way. Oh, like then they yeah. came out one with one that had like, like chili seasoning on it. And I was like, oh, I got to try that Trader one. Joe's? No, I, I don't want to say this, George. I'm a whole food shopper. Guys, this is mind blowing because Jade is the most like, I'm going to do this on a budget and be frugal. Bro, and there she I is. I got it on lock. I'm telling you, I know how to do it. I have it on lock. If you haven't visited my social media, you should pop over there because I've got like food tips, how to shop on a budget. Like I know you do too. We, 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 we got this on lock, George. The That's people true. need to come see this. But I mean, for me, I always say I, I can shop at Whole Foods because I'm, I'm meatless. I don't. Uh, I don't buy the most expensive item in the store. You which just is lost the meat. half of America. They're like Jade. Without meat, what is life? Look, do I look like I'm at a lack of protein? Man cannot live on bread alone. Your girl. Your girl's got enough. That's the tagline for Slim Jims. I think at this point. No, that's snap into kidding. a Slim Jim. It's oh, in the yeah. Bible. What are we well, talking about? Here's my <laughs> thing with with food, Jade. I will like do the math on like the per serving. Because oh, yeah. some things you're like, oh, that's like eight bucks a meal. But if we get this one, it's three bucks a meal. Yeah. Well, I mean, we were just talking about this before the break. I feel like the biggest, uh, the ones that get you the worst on that is like the prepackaged items, right? Mm. Like if you buy the oatmeal and it's like pre-sectioned off in the little packet, you're paying so much you're getting ripped off per ounce. Just buy the big old thing, a Quaker Oats. In my case, get the organic one, please. And put your own brown sugar in there. It's going to be cheaper. It's going to be healthier, and you're going to get more per per so, percent. Jade, my viral uh, post that on on reels and TikTok and all that was yeah. about how a meal at home is four bucks, average yes. meal out is thirteen, and it's cheaper to eat at home. And I got hammered in the comments. And here was the number one comment: "Oh, is my time not worth anything? All that time cooking and doing the dishes, I'm I, I'm worth too much per hour to be doing all of those menial tasks when someone else could do it for me." Do y'all want this money or not? Clearly not. They're like, that's well, the only question I I'm have. I'm making 20 bucks an hour. So my time is worth more than me sitting at home cooking and cleaning. I mean, here's the thing. There's a time to go to a restaurant. Sure. When you're not f- broke. When you're not broke. Budget for it. Go to a restaurant. But if you're out here in baby step two, if you are broke, if you've got tons of debt hanging around your neck, cook at home. Trust me. When Sam and I were getting out of debt, I learned, and this was a big motivator for me because we weren't eating in a lot of restaurants. I learned to cook at home and I learned to make bomb food because mm. I was not about to be putting all of my money to Sally Mae, depressed about that. No way was I going to sit down and eat just 
a terrible meal of ramen noodles. I was going to learn how to make beans and rice and lentils and tofu and all this stuff tastes delicious. And my husband is sitting out there behind the glass and he's shaking his head because he knows mama can cook. We made sure that we were eating right. And you can too. That's the other thing is people go, well, Jade, I'm a terrible cook. So I'm just going to eat out every day. You can learn. I, I believe you can learn. I believe that God created seasonings mm. for the people. Preach. Okay. You get you some garlic powder for sure. Salt. And I want to see, this is, this is the sign right here, George. If you can't see the flecks of seasoning in the food. It's not enough. It's not seasoned, bro. It is not. That's your life If hack. you put me an egg, if you fry an egg, George, and you put it in front of me and it's just a white and a yolk and I don't see any flecks of seasoning. <laughs> no thanks, Tom Hanks. No thanks, not Tom doing Hanks. It. I love it. Well, lots of tips there. RamseySolutions.com slash newsletter for 21 more. There Shred you your own cheese. That was my last one. All right, Kaylee got to hear that for free. She's waiting on the line in Indianapolis. <laughs> Kaylee, how are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Doing great. How can we help today? Um, I want to start by saying, George, Smart Money Happy Hour is my absolute fave. I listened yes. to it straight yesterday. Well, thank you. I, I will relay it. the message to our friend Rachel <laughs> It's as well. so good. Thank you. Um, okay, so I have been a longtime listener. Um I recently had some stuff happen that I was like, oh my gosh, I have to get my life together. I need to get my money figured out. Um, so I read the total money makeover, been listening to the podcast, everything I can get my hands on. I'm trying to figure out how you stay super motivated, but also don't get crushed with the weight of, oh my gosh, I am in a terrible situation mm. because I'm in between the two right now. Wow. <laughs> well, tell us about your situation. What, how much debt do you have and what's your income? Um, I have about 12,000 and a couple credit cards and a personal loan. And then I've got $60,000 in student loans. (laughs) Um, my income is only 30 a year, which I know the first thing you guys are going to say is get your income up. I am actively working on that. It's in the Mm -hmm. process of going up, but right now that's where I'm at. Um, trying to figure out, you know, looking for stuff to sell. I've been cutting subscription or yeah, subscriptions, trying to figure out how to not have to sell my kids or my kidney on the black market. How many kids do you have? I have two and I got financial peace junior for my nine year old for Christmas. And we've been doing that together because I'm like, she, I don't want her to have to go through everything I've Mm. gone through with all these dumb decisions. I want her to be smart before. That's a great why. Mm -hmm. Are you a single mom? Yeah. Um, I, have a boyfriend that I live with. Um, he's not as on board with it as I am, but we don't have combined finances. So I was just like, whatever. All right. This I is Kaylee's journey. Me and my girls. Love All right. It. I love this. Kaylee, number one, I, I want to encourage you right now because you said something and the minute you said it, my my heart started bursting for you because you were like, man, you were listing out your debt and you said, then the worst thing is I my income is only 30K. Can I tell you? I just got to tell you this because I hope that it gives you hope. When I started my debt-free journey with my husband, our income was 30K. But we had had 460,000. Okay? So I want, this is what I want you to come away with this. It's been done and it can be done and your income is not going to stay at 30K, dear. You're going to, you're going to work hard. You're going to move. What, what is your, what is your uh, job at this time? Um, I'm a customer service representative, but I did just get my bachelor's in November, so I'm working with a career counselor at my former college to 
um, get a job. I'm in the process of getting like a work from home freelance editing job to mm-hmm. supplement my income. Um, so I'm working on upping my income, but what was your degree in there yet? Um, business and professional studies. Cool. Okay. okay. So income, you're working on the income. Do we have, so let's, let's talk about the baby steps, right, George? Let's just make sure you understand the plan. Cause you've read the to- total money makeover. Do you have baby step one in place currently? I do not. That's what I'm working on. Okay. Um, How close are you? I, I literally just like a week ago decided okay. I need to get my life together. That's so. all right. That's all right. So we're, we're, are you, the job you're doing right now, customer service, is there any time to get a second, like some second income coming in? Cause like you said, you're just looking for ways to get this money, right? Yes, and that's why um, I'm getting ready to start the like the freelancing editing job. It's Great, like let's get that dollars an hour. Great, let's get a second side hustle going. Let's get a third side hustle going. You're working eighty hours a week. Hey, put that boyfriend to work because I know he's not sitting up in that apartment freeloading. He better be paying, okay? I do not want you floating anybody else. You got Mm -hmm. two kids. You're a single mom. I want you to get baby step one. You're going to be able to do baby step two. 30K, that is not where you're stopping. You're going to get this debt paid off. I know you can do it. Kaylee, hang on the line. We're going to send you Financial Peace University for one year to walk alongside you. Our scripture of the day comes from 1 Thessalonians 5:16 through 18. Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Cicero said, A thankful heart is not only the greatest virtue, but the parent of all the other virtues. That's good. I like it. Good stuff there. Open phones at 888-825-5225. I'm George Campbell, joined by Jade Warshaw this hour. Abby is in Rochester, Minnesota. Abby, welcome to the show. Hi, I'm so excited. We're excited to talk to you. What's going on? Alrighty. Um, so, um, me and my boyfriend, you know, we work for uh, a large wholesale company currently. Past few months have been rough, draining, working like 55, 60 hours a week. There's no time for personal life, family time, really taking a toll. Uh, But we recently got in some hot water just because we didn't disclose this relationship as soon as they would have liked. So just kind of financially and just for the sake of our relationship, I'm just kind of in a point where I don't know if it would be smart for me to just kind of walk away from that job and try to find something else that's going to just make us a whole lot happier. Do you like the job? I mean, aside from the dating thing, were if you, you happy If you weren't at the dating job? this guy, would you leave anyways? Um, so it's always been kind of a question like, oh, we could, like, I could leave it. It's it's definitely been a lot more draining the past few months. So it's just a J-O-B. A whole lot of joy. Are you getting overtime for it's, these extra hours? Uh, no, I'm salary. Yeah, I'd find something where they value your time and you go, I'm working my 40 hours and that's yeah. what I'm paid for. Is he doing the same? Is he also working 60 hours and he's frustrated too? Yep. 
It sounds like the the dating thing is like a sidebar to the overarching issue. It sounds like for both of you, this is just a job. It sounds like you're you're going there, you're doing the thing, but you're not. As Ken would say, it doesn't sound like you have the juice. Mm-mm. You know, does he need to go too? Yeah. I'm like, can you both go get different jobs elsewhere? Um, I I think so. I mean, it's just kind of scary, you know walking away from a place that's paying me so much and benefits and stuff and what do you what's make the salary? taking a chance uh my salary is 78 and what's he making uh, about 84 are they similar roles uh yeah can you uh, you know have you done any research to find out you know if there's anything out there that interests you or uh, you know I think it's time to start asking some questions is basically what I'm saying. It's yeah. time to start asking, is there a better role out there? Is this ultimately what I want to be doing? Am I in the area that I want to be in? Am I open to moving? Start start dreaming a little bit. Start asking some questions. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, I think that we should set her up with Ken's book, Paycheck to Purpose. Yes. Because I think that you guys need to just... It might just be the, the you're, you're frustrated in this season, but the vibe I'm getting is that you're not happy in this job, like, at all. And it was just the straw mm-hmm. that broke the camel's yeah. back with the HR situation. Mm-hmm. And, and you know what? Mm-hmm. Here's the thing with salary. Salary is great. It's great when you are earning a, a wage that, that you like. You know, in this case, you're like, man, I'm earning a lot of money. It's hard to walk away from that. But you got to be ha- You're spending so much of your time there. It's your job. Mm-hmm. Your work is way more than what you earn. All right. You got to feel like you're being challenged. You got to feel like you're doing work that matters. You got to feel like, let me tell you something. Every day I come into work, I'm excited. And even before yeah. I came to Ramsey, the job I had worked before that, when I go into work, if you're not excited about what you do, if it doesn't fire you up, if you're not feeling like, yes, I get to do this every day, it's time to start thinking. It's start, time to start dreaming. Yeah. So you've got your homework, Abby. Mm -hmm. Number one, we're going to send you from paycheck to purpose. You and your boyfriend can read that. But number two, start doing your homework and start applying places and see what's out there. Because I think right now in your head, you're kind of comfortable. It's safe. Mm -hmm. It's a good job. It's not the best, but they're overworking you. Uh, But you don't think you're worth 78,000 elsewhere. And I think that is the biggest myth of all. Yeah. You've got something to offer. If you're making it now, you can make it again and make it and then some. Even if you took a slight pay cut, and started working 40 hours a week, that's still a better deal because mm-hmm. you got 20 hours of your life back. So yeah. I think you know what to do, mm-hmm. but it's it's scary when you've been at a place for a long time and you're going, oh, I got to do this, got to clean up the resume, which by the way, Ken's got some great resources oh, yeah. at kencoleman.com, resume templates, his get clear assessment for anyone listening out there who's feeling the same way Abby is going, there's got to be something else out there. Yeah. Because people don't hate the idea of work, they really just hate their jobs and they hate their companies and they hate their toxic leaders and that stuff can be fixed. That's true. But like you said, George, it's, it's tough to step out. You have to ask yourself, is it more uncomfortable for me to stay in that position or is it more uncomfortable? You know, you've got to be willing to step out and it's not easy, but it will, it can, it can repay in spades. Mm. Thanks for the question, Abby. Evan joined us, joins us up next in Kokomo, Indiana. Evan, I didn't know there was a Kokomo, Indiana. Now mm. I'm really happy about it. Well, yeah, there you go. Thank you guys so much. Uh, <laughs> How are you doing? My call. I'm doing well. How are you? Good. good. What's your question? I'll get right to it. Um, so I was fortunate enough to receive a full-ride scholarship for my undergraduate education. Sweet. Um, but I had... Uh, very wise parents who saved about $25,000 for me in a 529. 
and I don't plan to pursue any uh, higher level of education after I graduate uh, next spring. And uh, I don't know what to do with that money or how to get it out, uh, considering I believe it's a 10% penalty plus capital gains tax to pull that out. So I didn't know what my options were moving forward. How old are you? I am 20 years old. All right, cool, cool. And you're single, I assume? Not so long, but uh, yes, currently. Oh, that's exciting. Okay, so there are, there are a lot of options, and uh, there are some new rulings as well, which is cool that's with right. the 529 plan that just came out for, mm-hmm. I think, 2024. It's going right. to be applicable, where you can actually transfer 529 funds into a retirement account. That's right, and that's what I was thinking. This money is still oh, going to serve you. Okay. It's just not going to serve you in the way that it was initially intended to, which is a good thing. Okay. And beyond that, I mean, you're you're probably going to have kids one day, right? Sure. And so you could use that towards your child's future needs. You can change the beneficiary on there. That's right. Do you have any student loans okay. or do you go completely debt free no, now? Uh, it's completely debt free. Okay. Awesome. So that would be my plan is right now I would just hang on to it. And as the law change happens and mm-hmm. you're able to transfer that into a retirement account, that's a great option. Mm-hmm. Or if you're like, hey, I'm getting married. I'm, we're going to have kids. I can just transfer this these funds to my kid. That's right. Because you can, it's very loose. You could even transfer, the, make the beneficiary a niece, a oh, nephew, yeah. a cousin. I mean, it, the, the language is very loose, huh. which is great. Does it go over, would it go over to a spouse? A wife? That's a good question. I believe so. I think so. it does. I'd have to look into the uh, the fine print there. Yeah. The good thing is, you know, your you, your parents set this this money aside for for you, and it has the potential to really serve in a generational way. You know, if it wasn't just for you, you know, you have the ability to pass it on to your kids. It can go into retirement later on. I think that's amazing. That's exciting. And a fun fact for those that get scholarships and like, well, this stinks. I saved all this money and I got a scholarship. Well, you can take out that amount from the five twenty nine tax-free against the scholarship. So that's a really cool thing for those that have that situation. I love that. How's that that sound, Evan? It's exciting. A lot more clarity than I had when I called in. Good problem to have, man. Way to go. It's a great problem to have. I graduated debt-free, and now I got money sitting in a 529. Okay. That's fantastic. And we found out that Kokomo is a real place. The Beach Boys did not lie to us. Gosh. I love it. I don't know that they were thinking about Indiana at the time. You don't think that they wanted us to vacation in Kokomo, Indiana? I'm sure it's a lovely place, truly. (laughs) I love it. They said it's where we want to go. Well, Jay, there was a theme in today's show, and that is young people doing really smart things. Yes. I've been feeling that theme all week long. I feel invigorated. I feel Uh, like I got a new lease on life. And you know where it stems from is the parents. Yes. So years ago, the parents got a hold of the Ramsey plan or common sense wisdom and went, hey, what if we just stayed out of debt and were able to pay for our kids' college and had money in the bank? And all of a sudden, you create generational change by doing that. And now we're getting 15-year-olds, 19-year-olds calling in saying, hey, I have no debt in a pile of money. What do I do? I'm like, this is the best problem to have. We love to see it. Keep Guys, keep calling in. This is what it's all about, changing your family tree, changing your legacy right here on The Ramsey Show. My thanks to my co-host, Jade Warshaw, all the folks in the booth, and you, America. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time, spend wisely, save intentionally, and give generously. Do you love a good Dave rant? Want to see the latest Ramsey Show videos going viral? Check out your favorite moments from The Ramsey Show on YouTube. Go watch and subscribe to The Ramsey Show channel on YouTube.
Hey, it's James, producer of The Ramsey Show. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services you heard about during this episode. Thanks for listening.